welcome to the Please Don't Date Me podcast. I'm your host, Mike Sugar, like the sweetener, and I'm here with my friend Claire, and we're gonna we're gonna break down all the crazy dating things going on in 2019. So I know Claire actually from we went we went out one time, and she's a wonderful person. It just didn't we didn't have a connection um, on either on either end here for us, um, but she's phenomenal. And she has some great stuff to talk about with the dating world. So, Claire, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. What's, uh, what's going on? So, I, I reached out to Mike and offered to speak on the podcast because I felt like I went through the dating ringer like for like five years, just on and off the dating apps, going on blind dates, and just getting put through it all. And I just kind of wanted to... Had some insight on that. Do do blind dates still happen nowadays? Uh, rarely, very rarely. rarely? Like, <laughs> like you don't see the person and they're like, here, go out this person. Yeah. Like a literal blind date, or is it like a, hey, this person I think would work well with you? Or we're gonna say it was like out. a friend setting up a friend, basically. Do those ever work out? Like in a good situation? No. Do you know anyone that has like set up a friend and it's worked out? No, no, no not at the top of my head. No, they're mostly terrible. Yeah. Yeah, they mostly don't work out at all. Yeah, that's a. That's an unfortunate thing that, that kind of still happens is like as soon as a couple, someone couples up, they try to couple up their single friends yep. and they always miss the mark yep. big, big time. So that's that's always really Just interesting. Leave your single friends alone. <laughs> right, leave, leave, leave them alone. Let us <laughs> commiserate and enjoy all the, uh, all the terrible things that happen to us on a weekly and weekend basis uh, with our dating struggles and our apps and our swiping. Let us, let us swipe in peace, please. <laughs> So, uh, today's episode is called The Art of the Date. So, we're going to talk about kind of the structure of a date and like the good, the bad, the ugly, and like kind of what we like to see in dates and what we'd, uh, you know, what we'd like to see kind of going forward, I guess, in, in some dates. So, hopefully, we'll get some perspective on both sides here and get an idea of what, uh, what men would like to see and what women would like to see and how we can kind of help each other and have better dates all around. So, let's talk about first dates. Now, first dates are kind of weird on online dating because you typically don't know that person or have, like, known them before. So, it's it's different than if, like, you know someone from, like, school or something like that or, um, or like, a social group where you've had a little bit more rapport built. Your date is going to be a little bit different, I think. Oh, yeah. So, you're typically doing, like a like, a drinks thing or, like, a... You know, we're going to meet up. We're not going to do the whole pickup thing. You know, it's got to be someplace public. You know, you got to got to create some uh, some kind of built-in things to it. And I think there's like some staples is kind of how I like to phrase it. So like what are some of like the staples you have? Um, definitely like going out for drinks and just like meeting up for drinks um, without really having like an end game in mind, I guess. Like leaving it open to to how the date goes. I like to be in a like a public place, social setting, bar. I work in a bar, so it's kind of natural for me. Definitely nothing too fancy. I I can't do dinner on a first date. I can't dress up on a first date. Yeah, that's tough because then you don't know like their food preferences and everything, and so like trying to match up like menus and locations and like preferences and like dress and like the seriousness versus the monetary commitment. It's just kind of a mess with a first date. So 
you know, and nowadays I think a lot of first dates come from the online, like the online dating and like the apps and everything. So I think, you know, your first date is much less of a commitment, like monetarily or like time-wise oh, yeah. than like your traditional, like back in the nineties, I'm going to pick you up in my car. I'm going to like, <laughs> I'm going to like talk to your father awkwardly for a minute and then I'm going to have you home by 11. <laughs> like it's a whole different ball game now. Yeah. And I like the idea of like, let's meet up for drinks. Let's do something public. Um, which is good. So there's lots of outs for everybody and you don't have to feel like you're super committed to, you know, to, to being there for too long if something is not going well or something's off or fishy. So yeah, obviously we hope for the best. So I like to do like a place where you can maybe like jump to the next thing. So like maybe we get drinks and then we happen to like, Oh, things are going well. Let's go to another bar or let's go to like this comedy show or let's jump over to, you know, this restaurant to get this appetizer or something, like something where you can kind of exactly. bounce around a little bit. Yeah. And I feel like in terms of if you're still living in Cleveland, there's a lot of good places to do that. And I like my date to try to like utilize those places like the flats or Tremont or just like downtown, even Cleveland Heights represent. But, uh... <laughs> represent Cleveland Heights? <laughs> Dangerous road in Cleveland? <laughs> yeah, right. But, uh, like, having kind of, like, something in the area in mind on the back of your head, like, we go bowling or we can go take a walk or just check out another bar is, like, always a great thing for a first date. Yeah, and I think, I think the, the guy's gotta do that, you know, if we're talking about, like, a traditional relationship. Yeah. Like, your, your guy's gotta kind of have an idea and then float out an idea or two, you know? Yeah, I, it's, it's really helpful and I really appreciate it to see that guy to have that initiative since living I, since I live in Cleveland Heights I feel bad when they come over here because there's not a whole bunch to do um, so I will always have something in the back of my head of something we can do after because if they don't live where I live it's kind of hard for them right I hear you there so one of the things I think is important to note is when you're throwing out those suggestions got to give choices you can't just give one thing out there because we all know that when you're you're in like a dating scenario like everyone has their own preferences so if you give choices then it makes it easy so as a guy I'm like you know let's do one of these three things and then you can pick your favorite versus me being like let's do this thing and then if you hate it you hate it and then I can't do anything about it yeah exactly that's that's a good point um I'm usually the decision maker in these <laughs> contexts, I guess. Yeah, there you go. Um, I think that's how we kind of men kind of default though. Is like we want to make sure like everything is good on your end. Yeah. So like I think like even like when I'm like like in a, like a relationship, I always be like like to throw out like a couple different things and be like, you choose. That way, I don't feel like I'm I'm like making all the all decisions. Once I know someone's preferences, though, I can I can do that. I can plan a whole date. But I think initially, I, I like want to give a couple different options. That way, we can kind of like co-construct the yeah, date. Yeah, yeah. So that's always like a good start to a relationship. <laughs> right. Teamwork. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Teamwork is a, is a good way to start date like start our dating relationship. I agree with you there. So first dates, it goes well. You're heading towards a second date scenario. I don't think second dates get talked about enough because they're honestly probably more nerve-wracking than, than the first date because things went well, 
the expectation level just went way up. And now you have to have a different type of date versus drinks again. And it has to be something that will propel you either towards a relationship or I guess third date, or it's going to crash and burn and you're not going to get there. So I think there's a lot of anxiety, a lot of, uh, a lot of pressure on those second dates um, because you got to step the game up a little bit. You can't just do drinks again. Yeah. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, I and mean, if you do, you're, yeah. you, you better start with drinks yeah. and do something right after. Yeah, I like for my second dates to, to be during the daytime. Like a Sunday fun day type of deal, just meeting up in the daytime, going for the hike, or I I work at a bar, so I go out drinking a lot, so go day drinking or something, um, anything active, really, like in terms of the end of the first day, like trying to find something to do so you're not just sitting there talking to each other. See, that's interesting to me. I don't know if I've done a lot of like daytime dates for like a second or like a third type of date. I feel like a lot of times my second, third dates end up in the evening again, just because like maybe I'm playing something like a comedy show or something like that. But like a second date in the middle of the day, <laughs> it seems like it seems it seems high risk to me. Like it seems like it seems like you're you know you're you're putting sunshine on the date and, and see like what happens, like where it goes. Like I like it because you're almost gonna see people in like their normal everyday setting. In terms of like how they carry their themselves throughout the day, I think you'll get maybe a different perspective on someone versus like Mike after dark. You, yeah, you get like a different type of person yeah. during the day. Yeah, which is interesting that you bring that up, doing it that way. Yeah, I I don't know. I rarely get days off, so it's nice when I can do something on my second date during the day, and maybe if it goes well, bring it into the evening. Oh, you're doing like the daytime evening time date. Yeah, is it like? Is it like we did like a like a thing in like like the afternoon and like then like had to go home or something and then went to the evening or something we started at like three o'clock and ended up going to like ten. Something starting at like three o'clock. Then oh going my to gosh, like 10. you were making your dates super long, and that's. I would go. I would say till ten, maybe eight. It goes to. Is that like? But no, come on. No one. No one like goes to eight and is like I gotta go home. Like, I mean. If you have work the next day, you can... Oh, come on. But if you're already, like, hung out with someone or been out on a date for, like, four or five hours, no one's going home at 8 o'clock. Like, what? if it gets to 8 o'clock, you're going to be like, ah, like, you're not going to be like, eh, looks like I got to go. You're already pretty, yeah. you're pretty pot committed at that point in terms of, like, being into that, that yeah. scenario. I guess uh, one big thing for me is, well, I mean, I'll try to Uber, but if, I'm, if I didn't Uber and I drove to a place to meet up with someone... Then there's also the factor of like you don't want to drink and drive, right? You don't want to, you don't want to have too much. But I think that's where almost where a date would go longer because I am now trying not to drink anymore. So now I've switched to water. Yeah. And we're like still still on this date, but now I'm like I'm done drinking my alcohol, and now I'm like <laughs> from my eight to like ten, I'm like not drinking, hydrating up, being prepared to drive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Everyone's different. I just am not the type of person that's <laughs> gonna drink and drive. So like, I will always, I will always try to drink uh, my water when I'm drinking, or try to like, yeah, allow for some time where I can I can like get some water or hydrate up while I like 
after the date. So. I'm, oh yeah, yeah, of course. Like, and if I have to sit in my car or if I have to like hang out like at a bar and have a couple of waters and stay longer, then I'm okay with it. Yeah. But safety first. Don't safety drink and drive. First. Don't drink and drive, people. Yes. Not a good way to end a second date. The DUI. Nope. No. Nope. Always bad. Um, but yeah, the high pressure second dates, I think they don't get talked about enough. And, and, and like for me, I like to try to do like, like I said, an evening thing mostly. So what yeah. I'll do is like, we'll do like a drink thing and then maybe we'll go to like a comedy show. I love comedy shows. They're just fun for everybody. Yeah. And then. I've never been to one. Oh my goodness. There's so much fun. There's, <laughs> there's a couple of them in Cleveland. If you have to go to one in Cleveland, go to Pickwick. It's just a better comedy club. You get better quality comedians there. Um, but there's some, some really good ones out there. Uh, I know um, Drew Lynch is coming in, in August. Definitely right. a good one to watch. He was on um, America's Got Talent. He's okay. supremely talented and he's super funny. But there's good ones on in Cleveland all the time. But Pickwick is the way to go. Not that we're sponsored by Pickwick or anything. <laughs> I just think they're phenomenal in Cleveland. So uh, they're the place to be. But comedy show is fun. Yeah. Uh, it's one of my staples. I also like uh, sporting events. If the person I'm dating hopefully likes sports... Indians game's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Cavs game's good. Indians games are perfect. Browns game's never really been a thing to do a date on because no. it's cold and you have to do that whole scenario. Yeah. I mean, maybe I'd do like a muni lot date. What about or... concerts? Okay, concerts. Um, yeah, concerts are mostly good. I had good experiences at concerts for the most yeah. part. I just like, as long as a concert is like just me and the other person, tagging along in a, like someone else's friend group in a concert yeah. is not my thing. Yeah. Like, I've had past girlfriends where, oh, we're going to this country concert. Like, we should totally go together. And, like, my all my friends are going. And, like, end up at this concert. And, like, by, like, halfway through the evening, I'm like, I'm so over this. Yeah. Like, you're just drunk with all your friends. And yeah. I'm looking after you instead of having fun. Yeah. Garbage. And it also has to be, like, I think it would have to be a smaller concert. Not, not Ariana Grande. I think she was, I mean, not a big artist. Because that's way too much money to put it into... A second date? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just a bit. I think it's kind of heavy. I think you'd have to kind of, like, both know the band, too, which might be a little yeah. tricky. Yeah. Because I think a lot of times in concerts, even, like, when you're, like, in a relationship, one person likes the artist more than the other person does. Yeah. So the other person is going as, like, a support thing. I think you have to be close to the level of same likeness yeah. on, the, like, that artist. Yeah. Otherwise, one person's along for the ride yeah more than enjoying the the concert itself exactly so i don't know i like the idea though i think house of blues is a good place for that smaller concerts you know a good good spot there like i would like like vance joy i think vance joy would be an awesome place to, like a concert to go to i think he's an awesome artist and he'd have like a really good kind of vibe to a second date yeah but he's more like acoustic-y but that's that's it's one of my it's one of the styles <laughs> i like for music, but that's a good idea. I like, I like the concert idea. Let's talk about kind of transitioning to the next thing. Let's talk about a really good date you went on. Like, what went well and why was it so good? Oh, geez. Break it down. We can go start to finish, like of like of what happened. Yeah. I can, I can do one too first. You go that first. Makes, I'll go. I'll go first. Go I'll first. go first. Okay. Okay. So I had I've had a couple good dates. I had one. I had one not too long ago that was really good. It was it was pretty fun because what we did is I um, I met up I met up I met up at her apartment and then we went over to the museum um, to the art museum in Cleveland which was really cool and we were there for a while 
and got to walk around and, and enjoy that, which is fun because it's in an atmosphere where I can kind of bounce around and be a little bit goofy, and that's kind of my vibe. Uh, I like to be a little goofy and have like the ability to do that in like a date scenario. And plus, there's a lot of cool art, including museum, which is really which is really cool. And that was fun because we're doing something. It was it was good. Uh, it was actually a fancier date, so I wore like a like a suit jacket type of thing. It wasn't a second date, but I wore like a suit jacket thing, and um, I felt pretty good about my outfit because I, I was dressing up a little bit. So that was kind of a fun aspect to it. And then we went out to a nice restaurant afterwards, which is really excellent. Uh, I had the best steak ever and some ridiculous mashed potatoes, which was cool. And then we went back um, to their place and we had had some drinks and uh, and it was a good time. Like I got to watch, uh, we watched a movie. It was a good time. It was like overall a good date. And one of the weirder things of it that I like I liked was she was like, I'm going to, I'm, I'm paying for the day. Like it was like her thing. And I'm like, that's, that's cool. And I like that she did that because not only was it different, but I feel like a lot of times the monetary commitment for men can be greater and like offering to do like, Hey, this date, I'm going to pay for the whole thing. Like that's, I just, I think it'd be fun. Like I, I have this great plan. This is what I want to do. Like, let's, let's do this. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. Like, let's do it. And I think for me, like, I liked it a lot because I have had past relationships where I felt like it was like more like one-sided or like I've maybe I've had, I've had, I've had arguments over it before. Like remember a, a relationship I had back in the day where it was like I was arguing over the cost of what the crap we were doing because we were doing a lot and then it was it felt one-sided. So yeah. having that happen differently was kind of nice and I, I really liked it. That was an awesome date. Plus, I had great food. And yeah, like, that sounds like a good thing. If you good food, then it's, then it's always good. Yeah. I'm going to give two two date stories because one was kind of unexpected because of all the things that we listed in what we think are staples for a good first date were, were none of them in the first date. And you broke the mold. We broke all the rules in the mold, and, but he's my boyfriend now, so I have to tell the story. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah. I guess I'll, I'll just start with that guy. So, yeah, it was a really unexpected, great first date. I think it was just because it was the person that made it really great. I know that sounds really, really cheesy. But we went to the mix at CMA, at the Cleveland Museum of Art. And so this was the first time we were meeting each other. I suggested we meet up at a bar first, um, just to get a drink and kind of chat, because we were going to be in this loud crowded space and we didn't know each other that well and then we were actually meeting up with my roommate and her friend which I normally would never ever do on a first date because I feel like that's rude but it, it was kind of a last minute thing where like let's go try doing something fun and different mm-hmm. and uh ended up going really well we kind of broke off from my friends and walked around the museum while we could and he was, it was a very good date. He was able to handle my friends very well in the whole situation. And that kind of spoke volumes. That's a big thing right there. Yeah. Like someone liking your friends or like having a good conversation with your friends at whatever point you're meeting them, you know, in a relationship, I think really matters because they're not going anywhere. Your friends are going to yeah. be there. 
And if you can get along with them, I think it really matters. Because I've had I've had some stories or heard some people talk about like people not liking someone's friends and like being very open about it with their significant other. I think it's really weird. If you don't like someone's friends, like something something's off and weird. You should probably figure that out. Yeah, my friends told me they like loved him right off the bat, right after the first date. They told me they're like, we love him, keep him. <laughs> of course, I wanted to keep him too. But uh, we we blended our friend groups pretty quickly, actually, which is always kind of, like, risky, like, right at the beginning, but we blended our friend groups right away, and, I mean, everyone gets along, no one really hates each other. No one like hates that. each other. That's no fine. one hates each other. No, that's really cool when you can, like, blend friend groups. That's, that, that's, a, that's a rarity there, because not always everyone has, like, the same type of friends. Yeah. Know everyone has, like... A little different type of friends and so yeah i think you can get like different categories of how friends are so that that's kind of cool that you were able to blend some friends yeah. together and have it work out well yeah so all the things that normally don't go well went well yeah that, that's wild i don't think i'd ever like invite i don't know if like, i intentionally would invite like someone else to jump into on a date i think that like that could be really crazy yeah and, like like you said it could be construed the wrong way but it sounds like it, like, bolstered the date and made it even better. It did, yeah. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. Uh, we didn't do anything after the date, like, after the museum, which was fine. He had to work early, so uh, we ended the date. But it, we lined up a second date right away, and, it, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> speaking, speaking of lining up second dates, I hate when people do that whole thing, like, oh, you got to wait to talk to someone. That, I don't think that's been a thing for, like, the longest time. Like, I think you should right away, like, if, it, if it's going well, figure it out from a guy's perspective. Ask for the second date. Make it happen. Don't don't poke around and, like, have this weird conversation where you're kind of just like, well, yeah. uh, mm. And then if, it's, if it didn't go, like, great, you'll get the idea if someone did, didn't yeah. go great. They'll be like, I'm just super busy this week. Like, I just have all this stuff going on and, like, whatever, like... If you are really a busy person and your schedule's like jammed, start of the day, the end of the day, like I get that. But like you better tell me that because I think if you like you're gonna tell me I'm like super busy the whole week long and we can't meet up, I think I don't wanna be like a priority early, but I'd like someone to like show some initiative. Like, hey, like yeah. I my my week is super busy, but I know on like Wednesday I have this I have like a couple hours in the evening where we could grab grab a drink or something like that. Yeah hang out for a little bit and like and that'd be really nice like I'd, I would always appreciate that yeah exactly I usually try to get it like set it up early because my schedule my schedule is crazy well not in the terms of I'm working all day it's the opposite spectrum or opposite schedule from what I have with my boyfriend so he works all day and then I'm usually free all day but I work the evenings right and I stay up really late, and he goes to bed really early. <laughs> so planning our dates take a little more work, but we usually are able to find a balance somewhere. Yeah, that's that's really good. I mean, that's good that you you tag team together to try to figure something out, but it's not just like the one person trying to drag the other person to something. Sometimes I drag them. But... <laughs> you drag, you drag them. <laughs> not a lot. That sounded worse than it was. No. <laughs> 
you gotta you gotta you gotta make sure you gotta put them in place sometimes. You know, you can't can't let them get away with everything. You gotta drag them to some yeah. to some things that they know they're not gonna enjoy. You can't you can't go to all things that are you know that are up your alley. Sometimes you gotta you gotta go to the Ariana Grande concerts. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know if I could pay money to see Ariana Grande. I'm literally not that much of a fan. No, I, I she's not my first pick. Oh, okay. No, Ooh. I I think I think she just played in Cleveland though. She did though. Yeah, she was just in Cleveland. So that's why she came to mind. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, I understand that. What's like? What's something that you would like have to drag your boyfriend to? Oh, I'm debating on this one actually right now. There's a concert in Columbus. I would pay for the tickets, but we would have to, it's on a Tuesday night. Ooh, a Tuesday night. And it works out for me because I'm off on Tuesdays, mm-hmm. and he can kind of play around with his schedule, but it's a band he doesn't know. It's very indie, alternative rock. Uh, ah, yeah. It's their UK band, so. Oh, from the UK. No one really knows them. They're an underground, you're going to drag them to an underground band in Columbus. I am debating on it, but I probably won't because I can't afford it. <laughs> Columbus is really cool, though. There's a lot of fun stuff to do there. Yeah. You get some a cool restaurant scene there, which I, I always like to check out if I'm down in Columbus. But I told him, I don't know if I'm going to be able to find any friends to go with me to this concert. He's like, well, I guess I'll go. I guess I'll go. It sounds like a guy. I guess I'll go to a concert if I have like, to. I'm not going to make you go alone. Yeah, you wouldn't want to do that. I think that's a good boyfriend move. You don't don't let your girlfriend just go out to, to crazy places by themselves, um, to to weird indie concerts. Yeah. Be a be a good boyfriend and go to the concert. Yeah. I'm talk I'm not, I'm telling your boyfriend what to do on the podcast. I'm sorry. I, I don't mean it that way. <laughs> but you yeah, that's, that's that's a good boyfriend move offering to go. Yeah. Good job out of him. I might not make him, so Good good job out of him. That's a that's a you gotta you gotta you gotta go sometimes some things you don't want to go to. Yeah. Like family events. Have you ever dragged your boyfriends to a family event? I'm trying to think. It's been a long time since I've had like a boyfriend, boyfriend, longer than like two months. For me, it's really different because I have a big family, and I think there's a lot of pressure for the people I'm like the person I'm seeing because we're a really close family, and like I'm really close to my siblings, so. I think there's always like, hey, I want them to like me type of deal. And like you always want that. For But for me, I think it's a little different because we're just so close-knit that we have all these jokes and like we're all very goofy and we all give each other a very hard time. So I think that makes it maybe a little easier. But my family, like they'll always be really nice to the person I'm dating. Like they're never going to be like like nasty to them. They'll always be real nice in person. I'll know as soon as the door shuts, like boom, what do you, what do you think of them? And they'll give them to me straight, like wow. always. Like I never, I never get like the you know the sugar coated version of it. I get this is what I think, this is how it goes. I think a while ago, like I don't know, like four or five years ago, they wouldn't tell me straight up like what they thought, and I gave them a real hard time about it. They're like, oh, we didn't like her. And I was like, why didn't you tell me that you yeah. didn't like her? That would have like helped me a little bit. Not saying that like I would have listened to you, but yeah. like it would have let me get a better idea of it. But. I think my, my family's not going anywhere, and they'll always be a priority of mine, so if you don't get along with my family, it's not going to go super well. Right, exactly. But I'll definitely, once I get able to drag you to a family thing, I definitely will, because I always have family stuff going. I always have family things going on where we get to get together for the, obviously for the holidays and things, but we do 
a bunch of other stuff too. We're like super into birthdays and like nice. we get like um we get into all like the big sporting events and stuff when we're always hosting, you know, parties for that kind of stuff. So there's definitely opportunities where I can drag someone to an event and see how they do. Yeah, that's I feel I feel the pressure on my end because my boyfriend has a much bigger family and I have an older brother who I don't really see and my parents. So when he's meeting my family, it's just my parents basically, not really the not a big big family. So he's kind of got a little bit easier mm-hmm. whereas he has like three brothers or he's one of three and then his family's huge. But I think I'll I think I'll be able to handle it well. Yeah. Pro, pro tip, you just just give him a hard time. Just make fun of your boyfriend a lot and the family will love you. That's the easiest way to get a, like get an approval of the family. Yeah, I could do that. Yeah. It's that that's the that's the best way cuz they're like, "Oh, we love her. All she does is is like give you a hard time and she balances you out." Like that's such a good thing. She's so wonderful. Yeah. And as long as you can give him a hard time, then it'll be great. Yeah. So yeah, comedy is always the way to win people over. Whether you're starting to date someone or you're trying to win over their family, yeah, go with comedy. It's 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 a win win. Yeah. Plus, if you're a good person like you are, it'll be it'll be easy. So I, I try not to worry too much and just try to be myself. Then it's always the way to go. Never try to be someone you're not in a dating scenario because it'll totally come out. Which is one of my big beefs. Yeah. I think like you have that early like relationship chicken. You know what I'm talking about? No, we're like okay. <laughs> relationship chicken is my own phrase. And I think what happens is like early on, you'll be like, oh, this like I like doing this thing, this is fun. And like you'll be like, oh yeah, that is fun. And like maybe you like kind of half think that. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what you're talking about. <laughs> and you're like, and you're like, oh yeah, like and you like go along with something that maybe you wouldn't necessarily go along with. Or like maybe you're like oh, let's go do this thing. This will be a fun event. And you're like, yeah, that sounds fun. Let's go do it together. Yeah. And you're like, mm, I wouldn't normally do that. But like, because like the person you're trying to date is, have has this interest or whatever, you're like, yeah, I'll go along with that. Sounds like fun. And like, so you, you're both kind of playing chicken in terms of like, yeah. whether or not you can actually like give your full opinion about something. And I really hate that so much. Yeah. So I always tell people like upfront, like very much so, I'm a super honest person and I'm not gonna like. Yeah. Be, I'm not gonna BS something about you. I'm not gonna be like. I'm not gonna be a jerk. I'm gonna be like, your hair looks like crap today. Yeah. But I'm going to be like, if I don't want to do something, or I think something is like, I have an opinion on it, and it's like strong enough to where I don't want to do something, or like I, or like it's not something like within like um, my interest. I'll, I'll let you know. But I'm not. I'm not like closed down. Like I'm not gonna do stuff. But I'm not gonna like sugarcoat something and be like, yeah, that sounds like the funnest thing ever. When I'm like, oh my god, so it sounds like a drag. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's funny because my boyfriend is a lot like you in terms of like being honest and straight up. Because like I said earlier, I am quite the night owl, and he is an old man and likes to go to bed on a Friday night by ten. And I'm like, I want to go out. It's my one night out. <laughs> and uh, you can just see it on his face. He doesn't even try. He's yeah, that's not happening for me. I'm not. We're not going out, or I'm not going out. You can go out. Right, but, I'm, it's not. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm wiped out. Work, work, kick my butt, and I'm. Yeah, I'm not there for it. Yeah, or we'll be out already, and we're talking about going somewhere else and doing something else. Cause like, I mean, no. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, well, at least he's at least he's honest about it. Like, 
Yeah. I think, like, if, you, if you're not, then, like, you'll resent the person. Like, so, like, even though you go to, like, the next bar or you end up going out when you know you're not capable of doing it because of, you know, the work week you've had or whatever. Yeah. You're going to end up being, like, salty at the person that they, that they dragged you through it. Or you're going to get sick or whatever, and it's going to yeah. be just the worst. Or they're so. just sulking in the corner because you, you can just... I mean, if you're paying attention, you can really read someone's attitude at that moment. Like, they're super tired. They probably just want to go home. Yeah, I hear you there. That's that's a that's a good that's a good way to do the body language thing. Like, yeah. be be a real person and 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 read body language and see what you find out because that'll that'll also give you like good cues as to how things are going. Which is interesting on the subject of of like this the art of a date. Yeah, because. We were just talking about this earlier. Is like the like the first kiss thing. It's yeah. it's real weird on a first date. Not like we're not weird like 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 it's weird to kiss someone on a first date. It's weird because I think there's a very split crowd on how they want want to go yeah. about their first date like ending. Yeah. I know for for me in particular, I think that like if it's a good first date, I'm I'm going to try to kiss you and like and that's only if I get the vibe that you're like you're into me. I'm not saying like I'm not saying like oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it regardless like consent doesn't matter no that's yeah, not what I'm saying yeah. that's horrible that's not what I'm talking about I'm saying like if I get the vibe that like things are going well I will I will like give the indication that I'm going to kiss you if yeah. you don't want that you don't have to kiss me and that's perfectly okay it is the most awkward feeling in the world to get rejected on a kiss and it's happened to me before but that's I mean that's what it is yeah. So, but I think, I think you have to, that, that's that risk reward thing of dating. Sometimes you got to make the move. You can't be, um, you know, you can't be too much of a, a baby about it. Yeah. I, I prefer getting a first kiss at the end of the date just because it kind of shows like a little bit of confidence. It doesn't need to be an over dramatic, like full on make out first kiss. It can just be a quick peck and that just shows that like. You have a little more assertiveness, or you got a little more confidence, or might go for it. But yeah, I I also feel like I have to be reading off the vibe or pl- giving off the vibes because I've definitely been kissed when I did not want to be kissed. Yeah, and I think that's like the tricky part that yeah. I think that like I think guys deal with sometimes is like trying to get the idea of it. And I think if you if the date's gone on for you know, for a little while and you, and you didn't leave like after like an hour, yeah. I think it's probably going well. I think you, you know, you had the opportunity to, you know, to, to, to try. And I think you can get that like a couple different ways, like early on, like if you're at the bar and like it's loud or whatever, I, I always like to try to like something small and simple. Like I'll, I'll like kind of like lean in and put my hand on, on their back and go, you know, like, you know, like, yo, I'm going to get the next drink. What do you, what would you like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it gives you the opportunity to see how like, they, they yeah. react to that. Small touches. Yeah. And it'll give you a more like insight as to where to go with, yeah. with you know, with, with, with trying to kiss someone. So that's kind of, that's kind of like the way I take it. But definitely the most awkward thing ever if you don't want to be, you don't want to be kissed and yeah. someone tries to kiss you and it's weird. I've had some really bad first kisses. Yeah. I, I, um... <laughs> Oh, man, I, I I had, I think it was it was a while ago that's happened. I think I've impro- I think I improved on it over the years, but like I remember, I think probably vividly, like maybe it was in high school or like right after high school, I went to I thought someone like was like into me and, and I tried and 
and, I got, and then they like, did that pullback thing, which is really weird. Oh, God. And that was awkward, and it got more awkward because they gave me, like, the reasoning behind it, and they're like, oh, I just don't kiss people on first dates or whatever. And I was like, oh, that's a real bummer because, for me, I think kisses on first date kind of checks off two boxes for me. Like, my love language is physical touch and words of affirmation. So if I get, you know, if I kiss someone on first date, it's great because... Um, I get the physical touch thing, boom, checks my box, I'm happy about that. And then the second thing is, typically once you get home, like, you'll be like, oh, it was a great day, you know, I had so much fun, yada, yada, And then I'll be like, yeah, absolutely, like, you know, let's, you know, let's, let's try to plan something this week. And then I get the words of affirmation thing, and it hits both, both boxes yeah. for me, and then things go well. <laughs> so yeah. that's, like, that's my thing and why I kind of like, like the first kiss thing. And I think it's, like you said, I think if, if it's going well, that's kind of, like, one of the staples you'd like to see in a first date. Yeah, yeah. It's not completely necessary, but I feel like it helps. Oh yeah, absolutely. I think I think the dates that I've had first kisses on have all like a lot of them went into like relationships. And I can definitely see the ones that I didn't like didn't get that far. Yeah. So it's interesting to kind of think about that. But I think about like my relationship history. But all right, last part of the podcast is. Everyone's favorite part, a lot of times, is our worst date stories. We like to dish these ones up because they're super fun. Everyone's got them. And it's sometimes just good to laugh about it. So, Claire, what are, what are, what are a couple of your get a, get a worst I, date story I, I lined up? I have a really, bad, really worst date. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> is that bad to so say? So, no. I... <laughs> I I still like telling this story because I, I'm just, I was so in awe of how bad it was, yeah. but I'm just I'm still in shock a little, and I so it was a match date. I met them on Match, and one why did I pay Match to go to date people? I don't understand Match whatsoever because they're not doing anything. And okay, you're paying to meet. there I have beef with them. But I'm not going to get too much into it. I just think that they do a really good job advertising, and that's probably it. That's that's about it. But anyway, so it was a match date. He was, we were texting, and he was super witty, super charming, and just really, he was fun to text with, if that's even possible. And he just looked like a really fun, outgoing guy. And we met up at a bar off West 25th, and... We were getting drinks, and he was not witty, and he was not charming. He was just kind of boring, and didn't, he, it was just awkward. Was he short? Was he shorter than you? No, no, he was, he was <laughs> tall and, um, kind of a bigger guy, but, uh, he, we were playing, um, Jenga, or like the giant Jenga. The giant Jenga, I love it. Yeah, and then we switched to playing Connect Four, like the giant Connect Four. And I kept losing, and I'm like, I haven't played this game since I was a little kid. And he he told me, he was like, wow, I can't believe how bad you are at Connect Four. He just kept saying it. He was like, wow, you really suck at this. Wow, you're oh really my. bad at this. And right then, I was kind of checked out. I was like, okay, we need to go. And he walked me in my car, and... I was really giving off the vibes of, like, you're going to give me a hug real quick, and that's going to be it. Mm-hmm. He hugged me and full-on embraced me, like, latched me in, 
Oh, no. And kissed me, and it was one of those big open mouth kisses. Oh, weird. Where he was, like, trying to eat my face. And then he, t- and then he looks at me, want to go back to my place and Netflix and chill? Oh, no. I was so in awe of how bad the state was. And... Did you smack him? No, I was just, like... I was pressed up against him. I was like, no, mm-mm. I've got to go home. i got to oh, go home. Oh, so bad. Who and, says that? And then he texted me the next day. He said, hey, I had a great time. Still can't be- believe you're so bad at Connect Four. Oh, no. But I would love to go out again. And I just told him straight up. I was like, I do not want to go out with you again. You were Good. rude and insulting and... This was not fun at all. Right, that's awful. What what a what a total dum dum. Who who kisses like that either? Like who who do who's had a hug kiss that's oh, that, 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 that's gone like well? Like that's that's super weird. Especially on like a first date. That sounds real weird. I think the most hugs that happen on a first date are like the weird side hugs. Oh, side hug. Yeah, the weird side hug. That happens for sure. I'm queen of the side hug. <laughs> queen of the side hug. Oh my goodness. There's the side hug and there's like the like the reach out arms hug where you don't really connect at all. Yep. And that's a good first date hug that happens when you don't want it to go anywhere else. Yep. Because you kind of feel obligated to like do some kind of like, you know, you should high five really. Yeah. What it should turn into. It's like, all right, this sucked. Yeah. Bow. Yeah. We're out. Like that's how you should end a date. Right. <laughs> you, it, there was a point when I was going on all the all these online dates and I was just getting exhausted and sick of it. And there was a point where I started kind of getting mean. Because, <laughs> or just more brutally honest, at the end of the date, they would be like, do you want to do this again? I'd be like, no, thanks for playing. Thanks thanks for playing. I'm like, no, yeah. I'm good. That's, that's a good way to be, though. Be straight up. No, no nonsense. Yeah. I like, I like the no nonsense piece of it. Dating sucks, but can also teach you a lot about how to get you what you want, I guess, like... Yeah, I think, I think, like, the interesting thing in dating is, even though it can, like, it can suck to be single, and there's, like, obviously, like, ups and downs for, for, you know, for the whole aspect of it, I think when you go through some of the crappy things of dating, you, like, you get to grow as a person, and you get to kind of carve out what you're looking for. Yeah. And I think that's one of the nice things about dating, so, yeah, that's really awful, that guy not only, like, kept rubbing something in that clearly wasn't funny, yeah. but then, like, suggested that you're going to go back to his house after a horrible first kiss that, was... that you didn't ask for. I was honestly a little scared, too. That's real weird. Yeah. That's awful. I actually hate that, that like, that, like men think they can ask that kind of crap, or, like, they think that, like, that's, like, that's okay to do. In what world is it okay to, like, not read someone's body language like that and then ask them, like... Ask him. That's awful. While, that's, while that's, still in embrace, because he was a strong dude. That's real weird. And like, just held me there. And I was like, like, okay. Back up, bro. Nope. Back up. Awful. Also, you're free to call a guy bro if he's being a total asshat. <laughs> if you if you're being a total asshat, you can call a guy bro, and then you can like extend and yeah. push off and be like, no, thank you, bro. No one's pissed me off that much, but he was pretty close. Yeah. That that's pretty garbage i don't like that at all also since we're on the topic of of men being a little bit garbage about some things and i know i just talked about this a couple episodes back about you know not saying all men are the are the worst but just because i'm in the topic of of men doing things they shouldn't do i hear this way too often that like guys propose like having sex like two messages in on a 
online dating app. Oh yeah. And then like they and like and it's a regularity. That's the worst thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Like it's super garbage. I don't understand how you think that's ever gonna go well for you. Like how many times like what's your success ratio on sending messages like three messages in, hey you wanna have sex? Like how's that ever worked? Yeah. I, people are just that dumb that they think like hiding behind the keyboard someone's gonna say yes. Or they just like talk to a lot of like computer bots and like porn bots that they, they have yeah. lost the ability to understand how humans work. Yeah, it's it never. I don't know if it ever works. I, it kind of helped me because if I was actively looking on dating apps and talking to people, it at least let me know what that what kind of person that was and what they were looking for right off the bat, and I could just you could weed them out quickly. Just next them. I'm like, bye. Right. Well, I mean, there's there's that, but like, I just like super disrespectful to like assume that kind of something of a person or like, you know, ask someone for something like that, thinking that's like the only like the only thing you're looking for. It just it just kind of grimy. I don't like it at all. Yeah. I think you should try try harder and, and be a better person. Yeah, that's stupid. Real stupid. Yeah. Exactly. Well said. So that was your. Did you have another one or did? I, oh, I have plenty, but that was one okay. of the worst. <laughs> I, I have I have a good one, and I had to bring this up because I saw this person on online dating last week, and I'm ready to put them on blast. But nice. not, I'm not going to give them their name. But this is the this is the story that's going to bring the house down. I'm so excited about this one because it was really awful. Yes. All right, so this is why I say second dates are really crucial because I had a really good first date with this person. So I met up. I actually I met this person at an Indians game. Very cool place to meet up with people. Yeah. Don't be shy at Indians games. Guys who want to talk to you at Indians games are mostly people who are lots of fun. That's me because I'll be at Indians games and I'll talk to people. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> continuing on. I met this girl at Indians game. It was really cool. We ended up going to Barrio directly after. From Barrio, you know, there was like some other stuff going on. There was some like thing at the Natural History Museum. So we went down there. Barrio was a taco place, for those of you guys who don't know. We went and got tacos after a baseball game. Great idea. Then we went down to the Natural History Museum, hung out there for a while, and then things were going well, so he was like, hey, there's actually this concert going on. Wow. And we went to a concert, and this is the first day I met this person. Wow. It lot. was It was pretty good. It was a fun time. I had a, a really time. Um, then we set up a second date. We're like, oh, hey, there's another Indians game going on, and this person's a fanatic. So I was like, let's go to this Indians yeah. game. So we met up. I, I It was like a... Couple days, a couple. It was a couple days later. I mean, three or four days later. I don't know. It was it was a hot day. You know, let's go to the Indians game. We'll get a drink beforehand. You know, it'll be cool. So we meet up at this bar right outside the Indians stadium. Outside the stadium, progressive. You know, I get there. We get a couple drinks, and she spots someone she knows from college. And I'm like, oh, cool. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna say hi to this person. Okay, cool. Say hi to him. Blah blah blah. Say hi. We move on. We're like, let's go to the game now. So we go to the game, and we're like getting a drink at the game, we're going to go find our seats. We see this person again. And they're like, oh, okay. Like, And they're with like these other friends. Like, oh, I know these people. Like, let's go say hi to them. Like, All right, that's cool. So we go to say hi to them, and then it never ends. We end up in this conversation with these other friends of hers for the remainder of the night. And it was supremely awful because the one guy, like, clearly clearly had a thing for her oh geez and and then she like wasn't shutting it down oh no and was like almost making it worse and it was bad because she was one of those snapchat people 
and I despise Snapchat. And so she was a Snapchat person, which we all know are those people that are constantly on their phone taking pictures of all the moments they're having and not actually enjoying the event they're at. Yeah. So she was a Snapchat person, and I found this out. And she's Snapchatting all these, like, different things at the game. And then she's, like, starting to Snapchat with these, like, old friends of hers. And, like, I'm, like, several feet away, not in any of these things. And she's, like, doing, like, the, let's turn, like, selfie and, like, video, all kinds of weird stuff. You know how that Snapchat stuff goes. And that's how it's, and it kept going. And I'm, like, oh, my gosh. And so, like, and then then her one friend that she had had a thing for her, drank too much and then he started getting like sloppy and awful oh no and so we had like i had like veered off like it was a it was like a friday it was like a dollar dog night thing too so like oh let's go get a hot dog whatever so i was like i was like oh it was like oh you want to come with me i was like trying to peel her away i was like this is gonna i'm gonna peel her away like what's gonna happen and she's gonna say something oh like oh i'm sorry my friend's super drunk like we can go do something else or whatever and and like i got kind of that a little bit and then like I was like, okay, well, let's go, like, you know, let's let's go find, like, a different, like, different part of the stadium. Like, you know, I, I think that the game's getting closer. I want to watch a little more of the game. And uh, and then she's like, okay, yeah, well, let me just, like, you know, we'll just walk, pop over and, like, see what they're up to and, like, whatever. And then we'll, then we'll bounce. I'm like, okay, cool. And then we don't end up leaving, like, again. I'm like, oh, this is awful. Like, we're never going to get out of here. This is the absolute worst. And, like, I'm watching someone just hit on my date. The, the entire yeah. night for the Indians tickets that I paid for, super awful. Don't love that. And um, and we're just like I'm in this like weird group thing I didn't ask to be a part of, and I'm like, and I'm clearly like, end up being, I'm almost the I'm like the fourth wheel at this point oh, on my own date, which is awful. And so at the end of the game, like it's like the game's about to wrap up, and like I was like I was just fuming at this point, and I'm like you know what I have to say something like. I'm not going to be, I don't say typical Mike. Sometimes I'll be like just too nice about these things. And I'm like, I'm not going to be typical Mike. I'm going to like confront her about it. I'm going to say something yeah. and figure out what's going on. And so I like, I pulled her aside and was like, hey, whatever this thing was that this date was, was kind of disappointing. I thought we were going to hang out together, you know, and like, and like have fun at the ball game and stepping up like with your friends yeah. that clearly has a thing for you. And it's, and it's real weird, and, like, I'm, like, what's the deal? And she was, like, well, da-da-da, like, oh, like, oh, like, he's, like, like, I kind of know he does, but, like, he just got out of this relationship thing, and, like, yada, 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 and she's, like, well, I'm not really looking for anything, like, serious right now, like, this is, like, you know, and I'm just, like, trying to, like, go out and have fun, like, I'm, like, okay, but, like, that doesn't, like, explain, like, yeah. that, us, like, getting stuck in this weird date situation, and, and she's, like, yeah, like, oh, like I'm sorry, like, da-da-da, I'm like, I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, I'm like, but just so you know, like, like what you did tonight was really crappy. And like, you know, just be, be aware of that. Yeah. Like that's, that's, that's how I feel. And I felt like, like you were pretty rude about it. So I gave her, the, I, I gave her that nonsense. And then here's the, here's the, here's the part that sends it, sends it to be a home run bad day. I'm like leaving and like, and they're like her friends we walk back up to where her friends are. And I'm like, all right, well, I'll see ya. And then like her friends are oh, like, bye. And, like, her one friend was, like, was, like, oh, like, the friend that had a thing was, like, oh, can I get, like, a ride with you? Like, I need to, get, like, get back. Like, I can't drive. Like, I need to get back to, like, I need to get back to my house. Where I was, like, oh, like I, like, I live, like, not too far from you or whatever. And she's, like, she's, like, yeah, like, I'll, I'll give you a ride. I'm, like, the hell? What the hell just happened? I got put in a fourth wheel date. I got pushed to the side. 
I told you you were being crappy. You were being crappy the whole night. And then the oh, guy no. that invaded my date ends up ends up getting a ride from you. No. Like, what the actual crap? I was so I was so I was so fucking mad. I was I, I was gonna lose my shit. I'm like, this is this is the worst. This is this is the yeah. worst date I've ever been on. And I I can't believe this is how it's went down. Especially after the first date when things went, went like really well. I'm like, I didn't realize you were a garbage person. Yeah. And this is how you treat people that you like that like you go on dates with. So, I didn't even know what to make. Like, I was totally just blown away with how awful it was. I had to end up doing, like, my classic um, downtown biking, like, at night. I, I do the UH bikes at night okay. sometimes, downtown. Yeah. If you haven't biked downtown Cleveland at night, it's wonderful. Definitely do it with another person for safety reasons. Yeah. But biking downtown on, a, on, like, a, on like, a hot summer night is super fun. Because there's a lot of it. there's a lot of cool stuff in Cleveland. You can bike if you bike like from like ninth to like east fourth. It's it's a it's a it's a fun little ride there. So cool. good time. I had to like decompress all the nonsense I went through. I bet I was not happy. But yeah, it was like the worst. It was it was like the worst date I was on. It was really really awful. And I, I like I was like can't believe this is how it went down. I don't think I've ever had a date like no. I had one date. Kind of like that. It was weird. It was very awkward. It was a second date. I brought the the first date was just like eh okay, still deserved like the right for a second. I took him to. I used to do trivia all the time Ooh, at this local fun. bar on Monday nights, and so I invited him, and he was really good at trivia, really good, and I. I'm not great at trivia. I go for, like, the social aspects. It was my one big friend group. But the thing, he was, he helped us a lot. He, he brought us to second place, which that would never happen without him, basically. It's, it's a really hard trivia. Anyway, he did not, he didn't talk to me the entire time. Oh, that's weird. He talked to my friends, who are all, like, married or in relationships. Oh, weird. And he just talked to my friends, and I was like, oh, it's cool. But it literally felt like he was ignoring me, and just, I wasn't there. And then, I was so pissed at the end of the day, that after trivia ended, I was like, I'm just ready to go home. He he tried to redeem it, and, like, get a drink, and then talk. But I was just kind of, like, sitting there looking at him, like... I was here the whole time. Oh, that's really weird. <laughs> and then ended it. He ended it with a horrible kiss. Oh no! But this is, this was a lot less aggressive. It was like a peck, but like a like a really hard, quick like. Oh, that's weird. I called it. I still call. You woodpeckered. I call him like the bird peck. Like, oh no! Guy. The bird peck guy. Is that what he's known as affectionately within your friend group? Yeah. Is the bird peck yeah. guy? The guy that kissed like a bird. <laughs> That's real weird. That's but, super weird. But it not that was definitely not to the extent of what you just had. So yeah, that was my that was my probably worst date <laughs> of all time. I don't I don't understand like how that went down that way. And I said that normally I would be a nice person, but I was like I have to tell you that you're being crappy. There's a point where you just have to stand up for yourself and just be like, yeah, no, not cool. Yeah, I was I was wildly shocked and could not believe that's how it went down. Yeah. 
but you made it on my podcast, so congratulations. <laughs> so you're in the, the worst state all of fame. Thank you so much for giving me that hilarious, awful story to tell. So if you think you had a bad date, I I dare you to challenge uh, that bad date. I would love to hear about it. So I'm glad I wasn't the bad date. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't a bad date. No, I just, uh, yeah, it was a really bad one. I'm not a, not a huge fan, so... Um, that's the last, that's the last I'll speak of it until someone asks me about my worst date ever and then I'll, I'll tell it again. Cool. That's our, that's our, our, kind of our bad date section here. Um, and we're going to kind of wrap this episode up. So yeah. definitely, uh, definitely follow us on the social media. I would love if everyone gave me a positive five-star review on iTunes or any of the other podcast uh, sites that we're on. Uh, it would mean the world to me. It really helps and, uh, you know, I, I appreciate any of the feedback you guys give us and um, you give me some um, direction as to what you want us to talk about. So thanks again for, for listening. I'm Mike. This is Claire. It's Claire. All right. <laughs> and uh, just remember, uh, uh, peace, love, and, uh, and please don't date me. <laughs>